You know, I actually watched a horror movie of my own accord this time around. Did you really? (laughs) Which one? Which one? So, okay, uh, once, you know, because I was queuing up the one we're going to talk about today, uh, but. When I, you know, you know, when you pick on any, like you pick anything and it shows you like a bunch of different suggestions based on shit you watch already. Yeah. 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 And, uh, so one, when I picked it, uh, one popped up, it's this Korean horror film from 2008, Arturo, but wow. it was, it, it caught me instantly cause it was called Death Bell and I was like, oh okay. Death Bell. Yeah. Yeah. So and the, the premise, like, when I looked at it, the premise was, like, these kids in the class uh, start dying when they get, like, wrong answers on a test. <laughs> so- what? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I was like, ooh, a death game, right? So I started playing it, Arturo. I started watching it. But, <laughs> so it takes the wildest fucking turns. First of all, it's, like, one of the slowest builds to actually get to the goddamn thing. This movie is, like, an hour and 28 minutes, but that first, like, 15 minutes or two. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Asian horror from 2008. I get it. You know, so I was like, I, I gave it a lot of, like, I'm like, okay, what what thematically is it trying to say? Like, I was doing that shit, right? But, uh, <laughs> so, I thought it was just going to be, like, a normal death game. You know, suddenly something would kick in, and then, like, these kids would all start, like, Battle Royale style. The plot actually starts kicking in when this guy sees this ghost girl in his test. What? And, yeah, he sees his face of this ghost girl in his test. Ghost Rider! <laughs> yeah. And he starts freaking out. And then they hospitalize him. Like, there's a lot of weird cultural shit that I had to brush aside, too, instantly. Like, you know, teachers hitting kids and shit like that. Yeah, then they hospitalize this kid. And come to find out when the death game actually kicks in. So it's a mix of, like... So when, when it actually happens, these kids are kidnapped based on, like, their class ranking. So, like, uh, so it's, (laughs) (laughs) it starts off with, like, you know, you hear this voiceover, like, over the PA going, answer all these questions, and then you'll get the main answer at the end, or if you get it wrong, everybody dies, and it's this girl in, like, this fish tank that, like, starts filling up with water, like, saw style. Wait, wait, you know what? I think I, I think I fucking saw this movie. Yeah, like the more I describe it, right, the more it's like you probably remember it if you see. Dude, it. I think I I think that was part of the thirty one hours of horror. Remember that oh, where I sat down and watched a shitload of horror movies. <laughs> you probably look okay. So let me let me let, let me see if anything. Because I was like, wait a minute, why does this keep sounding so? Fun? Like I'm laughing, I'm laughing over here. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, these silly movies. I'm like. I saw one just like this a long time ago, and, and, and you keep talking about it, and I keep thinking, I'm like, holy shit, I think I fucking saw this movie. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, dude, uh, so maybe you did. Small world, but uh, while you look it up, I'll keep describing it. Yeah, please. Uh, so, so, you know, they like all the kids and stuff, they're like watching on these monitors, and they keep panicking, and so the girl just straight up dies, because the tank fills up, and they don't answer, they don't do anything. And then one of the rules is like, you if you leave the school, you'll die. And so one of the teachers is like, man, fuck that, let me go actually leave. And then he comes back all bloody confirming you can't leave right and, and then the other deaths start kicking in but it takes like it, it takes like i swear to i swear to god it takes like 10 minutes in between each one of these deaths yes man. um i did see this movie <laughs> this is actually in my you've um, seen it right yeah uh, okay 31 hours of horror thing dude what and, a small um, world dude it's like, um <laughs> you're right though it i, I picked it because it's a short movie, you know. Um, yeah, same I did, here. 
Um, and I did have to sit through it with the subtitles and I was already watching a lot of movies. So I was like, you know what? This one looks interesting. Let me check it out. Because again, just like you, a Death Games, I was like, it should be dope. And yeah, it just it, it sounds dope, right? Yeah. Like just, yeah. And, and and it just it just felt so long. Dude, it's um, the longest fucking hour and twenty eight minutes, dude. It's wild. And the the only reason I bring this up, Arturo, is because I actually didn't finish it. <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot what happened at the end. Yeah, I once it got like I got an hour in Arturo, and at that point I was like, I you know, at that point the third the third person in the rankings was kidnapped and then getting ready to do the death game for them. Like the reason I stayed through the second is because it was like this hot wax thing. Like I like this kid was like in a cage with like hot wax poured over him and then you know made for a cool looking body. I got in an hour or two and then I just couldn't do it. Yeah, look, okay, okay, look, okay. So look, so check it out. I found it. I found it over here. Okay. So, um, the 23rd hour of this freakish marathon brings us the Korean flick Death Bell. The group of students start getting picked off one by one by some unknown force. <laughs> right, The students uh, make it seem like there's a vengeful ghost involved. And even the audience is thinking vengeful ghost all the way until the plot starts to unravel. The flick the flick was a breath of fresh air. Several hours had passed without any quality films. <laughs> That's how you, bad it was oh, going. <laughs> yeah, you, it, this movie was good in comparison to the rest of the stuff you were watching oh uh, dude watching. i'm, I'm looking at the when, at the work right yeah, now jesus this is Christ. when you were uh, for the the buddies listening at home arturo like he said uh he watched 31 movies in celebration of halloween that year no uh, no no, no, no. To, to oh exactly. no it was 31 hours 31 right? hours of horror movies okay. which were like 24 horror movies or something like that <laughs> and and all and and I picked movies I've never seen before because it's just not fair to add, you know, good ones in there. You yeah, because you would have just watched Halloween a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I legit would have watched all Friday the 13th, right? All the yeah. Halloweens. Be like, oh, that was a great marathon. It's like, duh. <laughs> but no. I picked movies that I've never seen before and movies that p- people said were good. And movies critics said we're good. And um, man, what a small world goes through. Yeah, Death but, Bell. I, I was like, <laughs> shit, man, that sounds fucking familiar. But yeah, like I did all of that, and I saw an hour, and I just couldn't finish it. You remember the girl in the washing machine? Yeah, that's like, the picture I used in the article. Because <laughs> <laughs> like th- those are neat ideas. Like it, it's one of those things too. Where I was like, man, there's probably a movie like good in here. I was like, there's a reason I saw so much of it. But you like know? that's the thing. Like it just kind of went everywhere, though. You know? Yeah. Like just, it, it didn't stick to the premise. But that was that's the thing with asian horror movies too because it happens sometimes you know it does like i don't know if it's like it's a cultural thing i i guess i don't know like it's a weird thing with storytelling it's very distinct with like uh, like japanese horror yeah. stuff too yeah fucking death bell uh welcome <laughs> folks <laughs> To episode 34 of um, the official Corpse Feed podcast, The Morgue. <laughs> and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez of comicbook.com. Howdy, Tex. Howdy, everybody. How you doing, Arturo? Um, I'm all right, man. I was thinking about Death Bell. You just brought that up. Like, I damn, know. Like, it's crazy. It, it, like, it, it just, it's, you're so right. Like, the movie was, it's, on paper, it's so short. But yeah. it just felt it. It felt so long. No dude, wonder you couldn't finish it, dude. And the only reason I bring this up is because, like, I there's another big like uh, Asian horror thing kicking up soon too. Uh, Netflix has a, a grudge move, like a grudge TV show. Yeah, a Juan TV show. Yeah, and but that's that's the thing. Where I'm like, this stuff takes too long already. Like, can you imagine like a t- the pacing of a TV show? You know what though? Um, I saw the trailer actually prior to uh, us uh, chit chatting right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and it looks gorier than the movies um, that they've actually put out in theaters and shit. So. I know. Isn't that sad? Um, it's, <laughs> you know, it's Netflix money. You know, right, right. It's Netflix money, and um, again, I have no idea what's going on. It looks a bit more darker. And um, mm-hmm. a bit more faster paced 
than what uh, we spoke about when we did speak about, um, you know, the grudge and shit like that yeah. earlier on this year. But uh, hopefully it's good, you know. It comes out in July, so... Mm-hmm. It, it's cool to have you know new content at least. And speaking of new content, uh, this mm-hmm. evening we are uh, talking about um, the Lodge. Um, yes. This movie I think came out last year and very limited limited release. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was supposed to come out again um, prior to this whole pandemic going down, and it did. I remember we spoke about me trying to make it um, into Manhattan to actually go watch it because it was only sh- playing in the city, and yes. I was like, it, is is this really gonna be worth it? And <laughs> and you know what though, um, uh, I am so glad I didn't go into Manhattan. I uh, yeah, it's um, crazy how the universe yeah. works, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I saved myself a heck of a fucking trip, man. Shit, dude, I I didn't like this movie <laughs> at all, man. Like I fucking hated it, dude. It's just a short movie. On top of that, it just like the one we just spoke about, right? Um, where it's a short movie but it just felt long too to the point where I was like you know what I'm gonna pause this and finish watching this later cause (laughs) oh dude I did that exact same thing. Really? Like, I, dude, yeah. l- legit, I was watching the movie and I was like, you know what? Let me pause it right here. I'm going to take a nap. And, and I... Li- <laughs> <laughs> so I, I legit paused it. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, but I, I took a little nap and then I, I woke up. I was like, oh, let me make some dinner. And I finished watching the movie while I made some dinner. Dude, um, I, I fucking... I saw I had like I, I checked the time on it. I saw I had forty minutes left. Yes. It was like, let me go eat something. Yes. <laughs> and then I literally like I changed it. I was watching like Family Guy or something. You and there was about just... <laughs> fifty seven minutes left when I was like, let me take a fucking nap. <laughs> um because I don't know like what they're trying to do right now. Um Dude, it's it's uh it's it's a shame because uh that uh, kid from It is in it, and now he's mm-hmm. in, in my uh, Finn, uh, Finn Wolfhard category now. It's like, I just don't like you now anymore. Yeah, um, he chose a bad project, man. Dude, mm. uh, man, what a bad look, period. <laughs> right? For anything yeah. that um, he does in the future, I will always remember his character from the lodge. So yeah, so yeah, let's let's break it down, Arturo, because there's there's honestly there's a lot more than there should be. Yeah, just right from the get, right from the get, <laughs> like honestly, like they they tried, they really tried, especially from the beginning. So this movie involves two kids spending mm-hmm. some time. With their father's new fiance, you know, after um, uh, he's getting remarried, right? Uh, unfortunately, the kid's uh, mother, you know, uh, she kills herself, right? Yes. Um, right at the beginning of the movie. Um, yeah, she she commits suicide because he, the husband, wants to put, move forward with the divorce because yeah. he's planning to marry the because there there's just another unnecessary layer on top of everything like this, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> um, Alicia Silverstone makes an appearance, all right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she k- kills herself good. Um, I really honestly enjoyed that scene just f- yeah in terms of in terms of the the shock factor right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely because of just how swift it was, you know mm-hmm. she she sat down, she she took a you know, like a drink of her wine, a swig of her wine and she went into her purse, grabbed the gun, and immediately shot herself. Like, there was no, oh, let me cry a little bit first and then shoot myself and, you know, or a, a close-up or any kind of Rob Zombie kind of look-away <laughs> shot and then you hear gunshot. It was really swift and it was really effective to the point where I was like, wait a minute, that just happened. <laughs> so yeah. I legit had to rewind it. I was like, holy shit, I think that just happened. I got to watch this again. So I had to actually rewind that whole scene just to see the little like nuances Dude. of that whole um, sequence going down. I did the same thing. I was looking down, you know, because I'm, I'm playing with my phone when I watch movies and shit. I don't, you know, but then, you know, I, you hear the gunshot and you look up and you see like the blood and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was very well done. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that um, that's where it stops. It, um, <laughs> it, it takes, it takes the movie a while to get you back into it. Like, you know, like um, just even like yeah. emotionally. Because there's just a lot in the middle that it's just, um, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's, first of all, it, 
it the new fiance or this woman that the father wants to marry now um after the divorce apparently is um a subject of one of his books um yes. and he wrote a book about um a cult right mm-hmm. and uh she was the only survivor at the age of 12 of this cult so it's um they, they kind of gloss over it you know what i mean yeah it's <laughs> super creepy yeah, because it's like, you know, he – so breaking it down, like, completely, even before, like, we find out who she is, the fact that he's like, I'm proceeding with the marriage after your mother, like, killed herself, you know, yeah. first of all, first of all, like, and there's no hesitation towards it. Like, he he's still aiming for that September window that he was, like, he told her in the beginning. You know, and then he was like, oh, you know, like, um, comforting, like, his daughter, he's like – there's, you know, there's no way of knowing where she'll go instead of being like, oh, she's in heaven or some shit like that, you know, and then and then getting to the creepy shit you're about to break down, right? Like he he's he's marrying the subject of a, you know, like it's so- yeah. So this cult, it was like a religious cult, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she, she was a big part of it. She was, I guess, uh, she was the daughter of like the yeah, whoever the leader, the daughter was. of yeah. the of the leader um, who looked like Ian McShane. Was that Ian McShane? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Um, it, it was either um, Ian McShane or um, who was it? Uh, no, oh, not every like salt next Luther's guy. father from Smallville, right? You know what? I I'd have to look at that again. Right, right, sure maybe right. Next Luther's father from Smallville <laughs> looks a little bit like him. But uh, that's a big push right there, right? Yo, weird. Pulling that one from the back, son. But yeah, it's um. So it was. It's very weird how that mm-hmm. happened, and they don't really get into it. Like why? I don't know. They choose to not really um explain how that um, relationship started, which is very odd. But then again, honestly, from uh, coming from uh, a person you know who's been married for almost a decade, right? It's mm-hmm. it's um it's. Like, I understand that marriage part of it, right? So he was going through a divorce, right? So Mm -hmm. he had a girlfriend already and he wanted to marry her. So, like, keeping everything the same, I understand that. You know what I mean? That one, that part really didn't bother me too much. It's like, okay, because that didn't really have to do with her. They were separated already. So that's a whole different thing. But what was weird is that, like, I would have liked to have known a little bit how they came about, being that she came from such an extreme, you know, origin. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the fact that she comes from such an extreme origin and then, like, one, he's okay with it, and two, that he's like he's spent so much time with her in a different capacity. You know, it, it, it's always that weird thing where you you see like a teacher's dating a student, or like a boss is dating like an employee. It's that it's that weird dynamic. Yeah, you know, I, like it's it's already like it's already strange. Yes, like it, it paints a weird picture of the guy himself, which we we end up knowing nothing about. To yeah. on top of everything, why that's his he face? Would choose- that's fake Leonidas, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's like we don't know like why why he would choose to pursue this. In, like you're right, like we don't know anything about their connection in general. But it's- uh, but you see, that's where it gets a little odd because this g- woman, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Grace, she's she's likable, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. She's like a super – it just seems like she's just a woman who's gone through shit and has has gotten her life together. That's why, mm-hmm. I, that's why as the film moves on, I kind of don't care anymore about me asking him, hey, why, how are you doing this with her, right? Because now I'm like, okay, cool. She's normal and she's just trying to get to know these fucking kids. And these kids are not fucking yeah. having it. Dude, they're, they're not they're, they're not having things. it dude um and we see it b- before when the dad goes like listen i'm still gonna g- go through with this marriage you know you know it sucks what happened pretty much he didn't say that but you know it's like pretty much what he's saying is hey it sucks what happened with your mom um and the kid is obviously blaming the fact that the dad is now marrying this you know controversial figure the kid the the older son blames her grace um, for the, the mom's death. And, you know, you get a nice fuck you from the kid to the dad. And so there's a lot of tension there. So, but it's fucked up because as a parent, 
you see the dad and you see Grace trying to do the right thing. They're trying to communicate with the kids as much mm-hmm. as possible. Like they're actually like, you know, not being terrible people. They're they're trying to, uh, you know, they understand the situation and how hard it is on these kids. And they're trying to really get on their level, which really bothers me as the film unfolds. Because we find out that this is where we, you know, spoiler, obviously, spoiler alert, obviously, like, um, um, this is where we break down everything that happened. The movie takes you in one way, which I thought was kind of clever, right? But then as you saw something happen, you were like, you know, what the fuck? Pretty yeah. much what happens is the father um, takes the uh, Grace, his fiance, and the kids t- to this like winter lodge by, you know, the fucking frozen lake. It's fucking gorgeous, right? So they're spending Christmas over there. The dad has to go out to work for a couple days. So they're spending time. The kids uh, are spending a couple of days alone with grace so they're watching a movie and you know it's cold and they were um and the oldest son right who's a fucking a creepo trying to you know peep on her in a shower a previous day mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um he you know he brings this like room warmer i forgot exactly what it's called but it's a um you know like a portable room heater but gas power pretty much what happens is they're like, oh no, it's he's he says it's all right. On top of that, the previous scene before they had um an argument, uh Grace and um and the kid did Aiden, the oldest son, um, where she confronted him about the whole being a creepo thing, and he kind of said, you know, I don't have to talk to you kind of shit. That was odd that he brought her some hot coffee that you know that same evening and he brought the heater. So pretty much what it boils down to is um they kind of tricked this woman into thinking that they had all died, which is fucking problematic like a motherfucker. So, yeah, like... I was trying to explain it properly, but I was like, fuck it. Like, there's no other way to say it. No, so, yeah, like, the way... It's it's (laughs) cool. Like, the reveal itself, I mean, like, before the reveal, I thought the idea was super neat. Me too. You know, and then when he started, like, laying it out, and I was just like... I was like, oh, did she die? And then he's just, like, a part of, like, her head demons and shit. You know, like, I I was generally, like, and that's where it got, you know, and that's where I, I think the both of us decided to take that break. Because that's around there. where Yeah, because the it got, then, yes, yeah, it, it got so, very cerebral, kind of, like, yeah. early there. Like, especially um, just everything, the, the tone and the style of the movie and the setting, everything just got very deep. You know, it, it yeah. got very deep and very dark where um, this woman was led to believe that uh, they had all died because of this quote unquote gas melt. But in reality, this kid fucking drugged that drink, right? The cocoa, yeah. right? Yeah. It, so, yeah, it's several layers of fucked up, you know, on top which of the they don't even that, like, like, which they don't even like say that he drugged her, you know, you kind oh, well, of no, they, they, pick it they, up. They, uh, she no the the little girl at one point is like do we give her another sleeping pill they, oh they do oh, say oh yeah, yeah. that she said okay yeah um, like, they do throw that in there to okay. like make that last little thing click because before you know there there is a point where he's like going oh we just tricked you I'm like eh. and then then they revealed the room where they hit all the shit and I'm like okay yeah they hit it in the crawl space yeah and that's where it gets you're right that's where it gets super fucked up because yeah. it's like these kids are doing this to her yeah and they know she it, they they get this idea because they they figured out that she was like in a cult in the past yeah they snoop and, through the dad's computer and yeah. they find all this information about like uh you know like videos and like document like like a documentary kind of shit um, mm-hmm. and files and all this just like deep info about her and they used it against her it was fucked up it was totally fucked up so so they drugged this woman right and mm-hmm. the um aiden the oldest son was always planting these little seeds kind of implying that they were all dead as he, he told her hey listen i didn't want to say it in front of uh of mia right the little girl but um, I had a dream that, you know, we all suffocated and blah, 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 you know. So he was putting hints there. Like he, he was kind of fortifying this lie, which mm-hmm. is wild. Um, and uh, and then they fucked up and they took her meds away. And that's when 
I think that was that amateur kid shit that they kind of didn't even think about was, hey, you, you take this woman's meds away, what's going to happen? So they didn't right. think about that at all. So without her meds, she goes unhinged and she goes out into the, you know, the snow, into the storm. As she's out there kind of praying and shit, kind of repenting for her sins because she thinks she's in purgatory, right? She fucking comes across her fucking dead dog and, yeah. and and that's when this shit hit the fan you know like yeah, for the kids when you when you kill a dog in any movie th- that changes things you yeah because it, it's like and then that's past the point where you know the kids are like that's when the kids figure out oh shit we took this too far and you're yes. like yo these kids are fucked up part of me was like on their side for a little bit you know because they're you know because they lost their mother i get it it, they're mad, like they're not well adjusted right now. They're not in that headspace because it's like to them they lost their mother and their father's already moving on. You, he he's at you know because uh, being yeah, adults, but but we, in, you know, but in fairness though, like you know you like as an adult watching this movie, you got to know the father already moved on if they were like oh yeah you know yeah. D- what, just split up you know yeah yeah that's the point i was just gonna make because like <laughs> as an adult you understand that he's actually they're emotionally well adjusted to all this stuff it's like when you're an adult you understand how to handle all these big things and then but when the dog dies and then they they realize like they start to show how actually far they went with this shit yeah and it's, exactly and it's like yo like this is like that's sociopathy yeah, because it's like yeah, there's it's one thing to like fuck with her and be like, and then you know when she starts freaking out, then you're like, okay, no, 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 but like they keep it going, dude, for, like a long time. They went as far as made um, obituaries, right? Remember with the pictures and shit, like yeah. like an article happened, they went uh, and they got the picture. Remember after they found the stuff in the snow? Yeah, he, like, oh, like look, fake this, yeah, this he, R.I.P. ribbon shit, right? He faked hanged himself. Like, he think hung himself? Like, it's, like, they, you see how far they go, and then, and then, you know, then you get later that they, that they were actually planning it out in that little girl's dollhouse. Yes. Like, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's where it's, like, it's sociopath shit, where I'm like, okay, like, these kids are messed they up. They copied like, that shit out of, like, Hereditary, though, that little room shit. <laughs> yeah, the little dolls, yeah. right? But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. they definitely, it's funny how the dad uh, saw how how everything looked a little weird in that dollhouse right he's like wait what is he's like what the fuck is going on that's when the dad sets off but it was uh it was too late this woman goes unhinged because she lost all her meds she finds her dead dog which then kind of fucks up the plan because uh, technically everything was supposed to disappear they let the dog out of the house this is how the dog fucking froze to death and then they kind of took all the possessions that they had brought to the lodge with them and they hid it in the crawl space. To her, it seemed like they were in this house by themselves with no power, no electricity, um, no water, like a purgatory, like legit a purgatory. At first, you're like, oh shit, like these people actually died, you know? Yeah, it's such <laughs> from a the cool, gas, you know? It's such a cool idea. And like, if, if it would have went all in with the purgatory house shit, like I... I would have been, been. I would have been. Holy shit! This is different, man. Like, yeah, it would have been a good movie. Because then, because then, as as a viewer, knowing that these people are actually dead, they died that night watching a movie, watching the thing. Were they watching the thing? Right? Yeah. Like they died watching the thing because of a malfunction in the the gas burner. How crazy would that have been if that was the reality of the story? And then they went. With this whole purgatory thing, and they went into her demons and into her past, which I think is a very interesting way to have gone, honestly, and um, to have unfolded another kind of full chunk of story inside an already finished concept. Because that story would have ended, and then it's cool, you, you would have had the opportunity to start a new movie, like within a movie. But uh, they didn't do but, that. They, but they, instead, we saw it from the outside. And yeah, instead, man. It's just it's her like reverting to her like her very like stout religious ways and like that kind of cult mental state where it's like she you know her survival mode. Basically. Yes, exactly. She fell back on what her brain knew the most, which was yeah. her conditioning from the cult, right? Yes. Uh, um, and. Uh, it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up because my wife was watching the end of the movie with me and she mentioned like, yo, like 
either way this goes down it looks bad on her like like a they just ruined her life by uh, taking her off her meds and 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 putting her back in that state that she mm-hmm. worked so hard to get out of right and mm-hmm. then b as we see that um she at the end like of the story a picture would have been painted of her going crazy right on everyone right she would have lost like in terms of the big picture regardless of what have happened and that sucks big time and that's how much of 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 uh, a piece of shit these kids are that they would have affected (laughs) this woman that deeply where either way you look at it on the media or in the newspapers or like like any way the story is told, she looks like the bad guy, like the mm-hmm. one who snapped. I was like, oh, they should have known because she came from a cult. Yo, they're fucked up, dude. And then what's even worse is that they got their fucking dad killed because of it, too. This woman was in such a bad state of mind that when the father showed up, right, and and the kids were t- t- terrified, they were hiding in the attic until the father showed up. The father showed up just as... She was about to kind of just blow these kids' head off, like heads off, right? Pretty much. She is in such a state where she thinks, "Hey, we're all dead. We're in purgatory." And the guy's like, "No, we're not. You're alive. You know, you're not dead. This is not purgatory." And she tries to um, prove to him that, "Look, we're all dead," by just shooting herself in the head. And luckily, when when she does pull the trigger, it's an empty chamber, right? But mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, when she points the gun at her fiance at the father of these kids that chamber was not empty she fucking killed this dude without really realizing what she had done right so these kids are in a state of fucking shock and i'm like well you know you fucking you're you're an idiot you, this is what fucking happens when you do stupid shit like this <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. you get people fucking killed. You kids are so fucked up. You're so smart, and that you plan this perfectly. That's how fucked up you are. That you're yeah. s- smart and you plan this, but then you overlook the fact that she has medication. That's a rookie mistake, man. And that's dude. And then the way everything else unfolded after the death of the father, right? After the father got you know killed, pretty much. You know, it, it got dark, which is pretty cool. So like, it got. Um, it was trying to uh, to redeem itself in terms of um, uh, right. in terms of horror. She dragged the body of the father, sat him at the table. She was able to grab the kids because they tried to you know I'm escaping the, in the so, jeep. So that part I actually liked, and I thought the movie was going to end there. So yeah. uh, so after they shoot the father, the kids run outside and they try to start the car up. Yeah, and then you hear it struggling. You see it struggling, but the whole time you see her slowly walk out there. And yeah, you know, yes. then she, she, that would have been she perfect, walks, right? That ending. She walks at such a pace, and then she just stands in front of the car, and then it cuts. And I was like, oh, is that the end? And I was like, you know, and yeah. that would have that would have bumped it like at least another bump, you know, because it's like, okay, that was dark. But no, so then it goes to like you're saying, the table scene. Yeah, so which is, which is dark, but also like we'll we'll explain it. Let, let's let, let's it break was, down this t- <laughs> It was kind of dark and Jace, right? Yeah, because so, like, so she goes out, like Texas said, which would have been the perfect ending. Her just standing in front of this Jeep, and you don't know what she's going to do. You don't know either if the kids can successfully j- just drive through her or mm-hmm. or, or is she going to shoot these fucking kids. You have no clue. And they leave you in that state of suspense, but then you get kind of quickly like edited into a sequence of everyone at the table fucking like singing a hymn. So the kids are at the table crying because their dead their fucking dead dad is there and and they're all singing a hymn, which is weird that the kids started singing too, right? No, so she- no. So they're they're just like crying and she's just like she's doing the hymn part. Really? So, because it, yeah. it seemed like the kids were singing along with her. No, no. So they they were just crying, and she what she did uh, was to like she's just preparing them for you know um, for their eventual suicide by a cult, like they didn't like. So the like whole thing did, was she yeah. she Go survived her cult. She survived her suicide, and you see in the footage that she's wearing like this little tape. They all have this tape over their mouth that says "sin," and so that's what she does at the end. She puts it over her mouth and over theirs, like yeah. as in the to unit, like to signify the 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 um, the suicide. And that you know, in the last shot of the movie, it's it's her gun with two bullets in it. So it's like, oh, okay, like she's gonna kill them off. 
but we don't I, get like yeah. I so, wish, I wish yeah. there would have been a, at least a couple gunshots at the end. Yeah, like or do, three do gunshots. Gun you know what yeah, I mean? Three, like, one for each of them. You know? Yeah, edit it in there because so. The reason that it's so disappointing that nothing happens to the kids, like first of all, that's just the rule here at the morgue. We, you know, if you're gonna kill, if you're gonna threaten kids and kill kids, kill kids. And these Sec- kids fucking deserve the shit out yeah. of it too, man. Yeah, because because like I was saying, while I did, uh, while I did understand their point of view to a point, that they, they did go super far. And- Inexcusable. Yeah, but that's, it's a rule, it's a stone cold rule in horror that people are punished for when they go too far. Yeah, you exactly. Know, and because um, that, that's that's the way horror is supposed to work. Some might like, say that uh, th- their punishment uh, could have been the death of their dads, seeing their dad killed right in front of them. But I think they deserved a whole lot more. No, uh, yeah, because the. That was just like closing the loop, you know. That's just like cleaning up all the extra plot. I get this movie, but it's it's. I I think it was released about like twelve years too late. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe in uh, in you know in two thousand and eight, this would have been dope. You know what you I mean? Know, it would have been maybe good before we got so many actually good like art house movies before the it follows shit started even though i i have a lot of problems with it follows i think it's trash but like if it came before this whole it follows movement you know what i mean this whole hipster horror shit um, yeah because like even though we like movies like the guest like it is one of those you know like it yeah but that's a good movie it's a good movie (laughs) it follows is not a good movie i don't mind hipster heart right but it follows is not a good movie i don't give a fuck what they say like i don't see any good i I just don't see any quality in that movie it's so stupid but well it's it's one of those ones where it's like it's trying to say that like Sex is STDs or bad oh, or please. whatever. It's, Come on. it's really and but it, and the lodge like on, it's the not reason, kids. All right, it's not kids. We have no, kids no. for that. <laughs> no, the lodge. The reason that <laughs> right the movie kids. Remember the movie kids? Yeah, like, trust me. If you've seen kids, you know STDs are bad. All right, word. We don't need dude. that shit in fucking horror. Like we we get it. No, no, but like the reason the lodge is so disappointing without the kid death is that. The entire movie, they're, they're all talking about being punished for sins and, like, repent. And there's this whole thing about punishment and the afterlife and purgatory and all this stuff. So it's like seeing these kids not receive their punishment after all this shit, it's, it's a lackluster horror ending. And therefore, if this art house horror movie can't do its main theme, you know, it's like if it can't follow through with it, then, like, it, it doesn't work. Compare this to, like, I would consider Hereditary, like, an art house horror movie. Like, because there's a lot of... There's a lot of... Yeah. The, uh, the Vich, Hereditary. Uh, it follows as a bad... But it is one, but it's a, it's a bad example of one. It's like this, where it's like, you have these ideas, but it's like, you just... You don't make a good movie with it. <laughs> like, yeah, word. Like, mid- like Midsommar, like it's these movies deal with like these deeper themes, but are still horror. And the Lodge, up like when it's purgatory, that's cool and that's like good horror. But then the rest of it, it's like mm, that's where it falls apart, man. It just doesn't make it. I think I don't know what they were. They I think were trying to be cute. That's one way to put it. Where they were yeah. trying to swerve the audience one way or the other. They had a good thing going where they where they dude they had me for sure. I'm yeah. like oh oh they're dead and I was like yo that's fucking tragic how they're like you know they're legit they're fucking dead their story's over but then there's this purgatory thing like what else. Are they trying to show us in in this movie, you know? And it's unfortunate because I think they could have been a bit more creative with it, you know? And um, still have whatever sinister, you know, kid shit they wanted. I still think they could have um, been a little bit more creative with the way everything unfolded after we find out that, um, you know, yeah, it's all fake. Like- once we find out it's not real, then the movie takes a dive. Like, that that's what it is. Like cuz when it's when before it's like, oh, these kids are just like ram- like their manifestations of her fucked up head, yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. 
And like that, that's a good movie. I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But when but I saw that, it's yo, just dude. asshole kids take it to the limit. When I saw I that crawl like, space with all their shit, I was like, yeah. these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the thing, too. Like, why are, like, how are you, how would you be worried about the kids after that? Like, uh, you lose all sense of like any kind of, you know. Um, dude, the minute I saw that crawl space, I was like, you know, these little motherfuckers are dead. Yeah. You're fucking dead to me, all right? You once you lose that that drive for the main because we've talked about this before, right? Like one of the major rules a horror movie has to follow is you have to give us a protagonist. It's Grace, have, apparently, though, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like you have to give us someone to. We have to want to see someone live through the thing because, yeah, like Doom and Gloom horror. I'm pretty sure you've seen plenty of that, Arturo. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Where where it's just doom, like that's fine. But like to me, when it's entertaining, it's like you know, it's like I um always uh say like I don't I love my bleak endings in horror, but you know it has to it has to mean something. You know, yeah. it has to matter in the context of the story. But this was just a bleak ending, just to kind of just to throw it out there and be cute about it. You know, but yeah, it, like, it, it was nothing behind it. Exactly, like they they failed to tell their message. And, like, compare this to, like, the movies we just mentioned, like, The Vivitch. That's a completely, like, fucking bleak ending, but it's also super good in how it gets there. Yeah, exactly. Which, in turn, it makes it un- makes it a good ending, you know? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. like, Hereditary? Same thing. That's also same thing, where it's, like, it's, like, but at that point, you're, you're accustomed to just, like... And it's the same do it like actually no midsummer we had a whole discussion about this but like you should go listen to that one but yes go uh, listen to the archives of that one <laughs> yeah. but there's a way to do these bleak endings where it just doesn't leave you feeling empty like because yeah you want a good experience like yeah if if I do want one of those experiences I'll seek it out but like at the end of the day I do want to feel like it you know I didn't waste my time. I guess for to wrap it up, right? It's just stay away from this. Like you're good without watching the log. Um, I would say, yeah, um, it's a, it's definitely a stay away from it. My ending thoughts on this movie is um, it's a big disappointment because there was mm-hmm. something there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially with with the actress playing Grace. I think she was doing a good job of that role. Um, yeah. she. Played a, a likable character, trying to do her best to kind of understand these kids. Um, she wasn't um, trying to, you know, impose her her mom will or something like that. She was just trying to get by, and these kids totally fucking shit the bed and completely um, took her off her meds and ruined her life, and in turn, kind of killed the entire family. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, um, my wife. Uh, Pretty much called it. You know what? This is a good like movie to show the kids. Like <laughs> not my kids in particular because they're a little young, but just to show like you know you know uh, preteens, you know thirteen year olds and shit like that. Kids going into high school, just uh, uh, kids who are in the in the stage of their lives that uh, where their choices and decisions matter because this movie is all about that. But um, as we were talking pertaining to the ending. I would have wished I would have seen some finality um, mm. in the, in this story in terms of the kids just being dealt with. Like, hey, listen, we understand you're gonna kill him. Show me, show me, or or just uh, imply or do that the gun, yeah, exactly do the gunshots exactly or- imply that it's being done right. Like like shoot them. Let me hear some gurgling or something. You know, slit a throat. Let me hear some some blood splatter. You know, something. Just sh- uh, just prove to me that. The, this evil, right? These fucking kids are evil, honestly. Like, that this evil is going to be taken care of. Unfortunately, they didn't get to that point. But it would have been an ultimate kind of redemption for this woman, Grace, who had thought that she ruined this family. You know? Yeah. Like, she was, you know, pretty much torturing herself, uh, uh, like, kneeling on, like, all these burning logs, remember? Just mm-hmm. to kind of repent for her sins. She's saying, oh, my God, I brought this impurity um, into the, you know, this family. This is why I'm stuck in purgatory. So, like, they, oh, my God. It's, these kids just deserve to die a very painful fucking death. They don't give a shit how old they are. They are smart enough to concoct this plan. And for what? 
For what? Just because you don't like this woman who you know who your yeah. dad's gonna marry, dude? For what? <laughs> that's why. At the end of the day, what are you really doing this for? You know? Yeah, like that's why I was saying. I was like, there's, a, you know, I get it because like they or I understood it to a point where I was like, okay, they're just dealing with the fact that they lost their mom and some new person's coming in. It, that's all very weird shit, you know. And and but then. Once you see the extent of, like, the actual plan, and it's like, oh, they actually did all this? Then they planned all this shit out beforehand? Yeah. I was was like, no, this is sociopath shit. Like, that... But then, like I said, these are... They built up a punishment that never comes. That that never... We never get it. Like, all we get is that the implication that she's going to, like, kill them as, like, a joint suicide. A very empty feeling. Very empty. But it's empty. It's it's just not fulfilling, especially after a movie that that kind of forces you to take a break. <laughs> it's like, like you know, just it's, to be so ending, like just to be so empty at the end, like, dude. It's on. like having um a donut that's like improperly filled, you know. <laughs> yeah, when you or. Get- or, oh, or or even yeah. better, a burrito that's not properly layered. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Okay. Where you get you, the fucking guac on one end, but not on the other end. The other end is fucking dry as fuck. And the other uh, and the opposite end is too moist. It's uh, It was cool. It was a cool idea um, in the beginning, but uh, they didn't know how to end it. Um, who is this anybody in, um, who's done like any movies before and director? Do you know? The director of this also did goodnight mommy interesting oh that's why oh it makes it makes a little sense now yeah how the fucking kids are dicks yeah okay yo it's it's okay so it's a director team writer director team and they yeah the last the last big one they did was goodnight mommy so this okay this explains a lot then Okay, <clears throat> but there we go. Goodnight, mommy did it a little bit better, and yeah. I like I like Goodnight, mommy more than this one. I don't know if I like Goodnight, mommy. That's another conversation altogether. I saw it. You know, it uh, was yeah. Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to put it. Um, that's that's my I, feeling too. I enjoyed the film at that point in time, but I would not revisit it. Exactly. I've never once. Uh, I I honestly, this is the first time I thought about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the lodge. On the other hand, I fucking hated. I hated this yeah, story. You know what? And you know what's funny? Now that we find out it's in the people who made it go like a good night, mommy. It makes sense. It's it's the same type of story. It's, it's just asshole kids. Yeah, it's the same a, a type of story, but kind of like vice versa. Because the kid, um, the kid in Goodnight Mommy actually died, right? And I think that's why, like, I think that's why that movie is just a little bit more satisfying. Because, like we said a thousand times, if you're gonna tease it, you gotta do it. You exactly. Do the kid. You gotta do the kid death, dude. If you get. They should have just done it. It would have been fucking fantastic. Like I, I mean, would... that's what I'm saying. You should have cut it when she's walking out to the truck, and it's like kind of far away. Yeah. You know, but she's like standing in front of it. That's a really good image. It is yeah. a good image. It still would have been a lackluster movie, but yeah. I think it would have saved itself in the end from all that kind of shitty kind of storytelling that kind of just made you feel icky, like ill. Like these kids actually did all this and they ruined this woman's life, and you know they got their dad killed, like ill. Like you know, at least give me the you know the ending we deserve, which is the end of these kids. Period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give us the gunshots. That's all you gotta do. Give us the gunshots. Just do it, cowards. Yeah, that's that's wild. These yo, these kids piss me off so much, dude. <laughs> You're like, kill us, kids. dude. Like, well, but that's the thing. Like, like we were saying, like horror movies, you have to punish. Like, that's the thing. Horror movies are all about punishment. I mean, like Friday Thirteenth, Jason, like the whole idea is punishment, you know. And same thing with like Freddy. It, it was revenge for like what the parents did to him. Like, it's all horror is all punishment. Hellraiser, the fucking cube, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just that's just punishment. It, exactly. Like, hey, you found this fucking cube. You wanted it, you wanted your shit. Here's your shit. You know. Yeah, horror is all about like. Um, punishing curiosity and fucked up people and like you know evil people it's all about taking that evil and fucking making it like real and yeah because it sucks because like it it, it was a perfect opportunity to do something uh 
kind of like impactful in terms of what the film wanted to project out there being that she had already killed the father right mm-hmm. um, yeah it's already blood yeah, yeah exactly like and 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 they showed it it was a nice shot too also i think they would have been a little bit more impactful by kind of having her knowing who the mastermind is before it was a fucking kick because she knew it too remember when when she first kind of woke up she was like yo where's my shit you know like yeah you know put all like where's my medicine where's all my stuff i want my stuff back and she kind of had like an inkling that it was aiden but then the kids obviously concocted this plan that was enough to um because she was off her meds the plan they concocted was enough to kind of break this woman so i think they could have gone a, a bit more darker like by just showing her kill like the girl um, like in front of like the brother and just see the brother like cry like a bitch, you know, <laughs> and then finally fade out. And then you get the gunshots that would signify the ends of both lives there. Yeah. That's what I mean, we just need we needed that closure, you know, yeah. that kind of we needed that end of the story. But instead, you got like this artsy like, oh, let's all sit at the table because she's she's because now she's crazy. I hated blah, that blah, shit. Blah. I didn't like that's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, if you would have ended the movie, shit, where she was, you yeah. know, like in that sin shit, like that tape over the mouth. Like yeah, I wish that is so like, stupid because that was the cult I know. thing. Like yeah. I would understand that if she would have put it on the mouth of the kids and then shot the kids. Um, being that the kids have sinned, you know. Yeah, if we would have saw that, like once again, if we would have saw the actual yep. shot, you know, they gotta kill them fucking kids, man. Don't be af- don't be afraid to kill children, people. All right, <laughs> if you're making horror movies out there, you know, um, and you have these kid deaths already in the movie, just fuck it. Just show the fucking. I mean, they just kill- again. Like, it's like Tech says. Like, me, like, I'm a gore guy. But Tech says all the time, like, listen, you don't have to show me the shit. But just mm-hmm. at least kind of imply or kind of let me know in some way that this happened. Whether, yeah, it's, like, whether it's a blood splatter on the wall after a gunshot or something. Mm-hmm. Or a sound. But just yeah. show me. Best recent example is Ready or Not, where you get two kids exploding out in frame. Like, they, as soon as they leave the door, then you see these. That's what I'm saying. Like, you... You're exactly right. We need that confirmation. And Just those little fuckers us. deserved it too. <laughs> That's what I mean. You know, you, like you as long punish. as long as the death is warranted, especially yeah. if, if it's a kid death. If the kid death is warranted, then by all means, you know. Yeah, like and this movie kills to a dog too. Like, dude, you, you, it's these not things even, gotta matter. It, it's not <laughs> even kills a dog. The dog is fucking frozen. Yeah, um, it's fucking it's creepy like that that worked but and then she lays it in the dog bed remember (laughs) that's insane there's good stuff in here but then it just you know we just at the end it kind of bungles it yeah like they just had to kill those fucking kids like (laughs) that's it it, man that's all you're thinking about yeah at the end of the day man just fucking kill the kids just had to kill the kids how many times have we said this in this uh this cast a lot of times I mean, like since the start of the show, if you want to go that said, far, hey, man. several several times, but like, yeah, you, you gotta kill the kids, dude. Well, because it's just it makes horror like it gives it that little extra like because that's real life horror. It makes it horror. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it makes it horror. Like it, like the impact, it, the impact a child death does, or even a, like a pet death, an animal death, like a dog yeah. death, or something like that. Like the impact that does is significant yeah because uh, shit ain't say. playing around at that point yeah exactly like, that's when you know that oh shit um you know this is serious yeah because <laughs> like because kids like if even kids don't have plot armor you know then you're like oh fuck like this is real like I, that's why i like death bell you know that's why yep. I, st- I, I watched an hour of it because they were killing kids <laughs> Just to bring it all back, it's a right bunch here. of a bunch of oh, death bell. I was, I was a, <laughs> it was like a, a saw battle royale. Yeah, like badly and, it, done, dude. It took like like I'm saying, it took like 15 minutes in between each of those. It's like oh no, it was a smart kid who did it. It's so wild how those movies, like that one, ended up being a lot like The Lodge, where it's like it I, felt like the longest fucking ninety minutes. Of my I life. think the ending, <laughs> by the way, of Death Bell. If I'm, I'm trying to remember the ending of the Death Bell. Um, I think it's the smart kid that actually 
concocted this whole plan. Yeah, because okay. there okay. was it's like yes, there was ghost shit going on, but then there was also somebody behind it. Yeah. So it was very Scooby Dooish. Yeah, they really. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They were pretty close to pulling off somebody's mask. And yeah, old man Jenkins. And then they were like, "Well, you know, I had to keep my grades up, <laughs> so I had to oh. kill these other kids. When you gotta kill them kids, you gotta kill them kids." <laughs> that being said, stay safe out there, folks. A lot of uh, movies got pushed back, by the way. So. We don't know when this. Uh, it's cute how um, just before we leave here, um, it's cute how big studios still are hoping to kind of release things in theaters, which yeah, I, which I don't think is gonna happen. Like it was Dude. funny. Like for instance, um, I had um, a concert June second, the, the Not Fest Roadshow, Slipknot, right in Madison mm-hmm. Square Garden, officially canceled today. All right. Oh, that goes show you. Like, listen, I expected this to happen, so I'm expecting my money back, baby. I'm not, yeah. Listen, I'm not crying. I'm not gonna, like. I'm gonna if if the Ramstein show gets kind of canceled, and maybe the Lady Gaga show in August gets canceled, I'll be a little disappointed. But uh, give me that money back. I'll take it. Hell yeah. But There's silver linings, baby. Yeah, dude. Silver exactly. But that being said, like, who knows when we'll ever get to a, a movie theater? So. These theatrical movies being pushed back and being delayed, you know, like for, uh, for instance, a new mutants got uh, a new theatrical release of like August twenty eighth or some shit like that, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, hey, like Put how shit on Disney Plus, dude, dude, Just do like it. not even not even make some money back on VOD a little bit, make yeah. a little money back because if you push it back to August, no one's gonna go in August, bro. Get the fuck out of that. You know what I'm I mean? It's, go see it's, it. it's bad enough you had it in February, and then you pushed it back to April, and then you pushed it back to fucking August, dude. Dude, it's it's not even that. Like it was delayed for like forever, even. Before it was supposed that, to come too, out last right? year or some shit yeah, like that. Like forever ago. It's it just put that shit on VOD. Cut your losses. You know what? It's it's bound to be a business thing. We don't know. Someone like it's in a deal somewhere up top. It's like nope. No, listen. Like it's always a money thing. It's always a money thing for sure. Like they're trying to come as close as possible to breaking even or even making a profit off of these, which I understand one hundred percent. But then we have to also take into account the you know the state of the fucking world. If you didn't know, like um, there were some countries that eased up their quarantine, you know, um, protocols and kind of reopened. Those countries that reopened, they had cases of coronavirus that spiked. So those countries are now closed again. This is what people are not understanding, like especially like like movie studios. Um, in terms of our conversation here, our little part of the world, our little kind of niche over here, movie theaters aren't going to reopen anytime soon, man. And if they do, they're going to be little mom and pop movie theaters because these big movie theaters th- being closed this far down, like at least the quarantine here in New York um, is... It's going to be, it, it has been extended to like mid-June or some shit. So the first time a theater might even open is like July or August, dude. And AMC is already in like in bankruptcy mode. What's going to be left? These movie studios have to see that. And they just have to kind of, hey, let's fucking push content out there. Because what we need as an audience is content. And there's plenty. There was going to be plenty of content this spring and summer in terms of horror movies and action movies and genre movies in general but now we don't have that so as an audience we we crave this content crave this content and these guys are just kind of being they're reserving it for i don't know when they're gonna have to come to a, uh, a conclusion or a certain date we're like hey um it's like you said text hey we have to cut our losses and just, let's just put this on vod because mm-hmm. um theaters aren't gonna open up theaters are so non-essential that it's not even funny. Broadway, for for example, I think Broadway here in New York um, is going to stay closed uh, like the entire summer. And now like we don't know if schools are going to actually be open in September because there might be a spike like in the fall and the winter or some shit like that. That shit's wild, dude. And the and, and these people are just pushing back these theatrical releases and pushing them back and pushing them back, which then is going to screw over the other projects that um, haven't been greenlit yet or are still waiting to be, um, you know, uh, put in production. It's going to be a fucking shit show. And Hollywood, I'm curious how 
the next month is going to happen because there is a bunch of movies that should have been out already um, that were pushed back. And like I said, pushed back to when? These people are going to want as much money as possible. So, so they're going to push it back and push it back and push it back. So unfortunately, us as um, you know, people who want to watch movies all the time and new movies and good movies, we're the ones here who suffer. We have to just kind of wait, like, you know, till who knows how long and just see the same movies on home premiere on demand over and over again. I've seen Bloodshot already. I've seen Invisible Man already. Come on. Give me something new, yo. I've seen Trolls a thousand fucking times. Give me fucking, like, a Blumhouse picture, like a Spiral movie should have been released on VOD or something, dude. Mm -hmm. Like a small, a Candyman. Like these smaller movies, I, I I believe we've said this before. The smaller movies are the ones that have to be released on VOD. I get the bigger, like, like you know, the, a budget of films. The, there has to be some kind of like number. If your film is less than this amount, you can release it on VOD and make sure, um, and you'll be able to actually make some money. If you're over that threshold, then you can keep waiting or whatever. Oh man, Tex, I just miss going to theaters, bro. Uh, I, I, I miss going to theaters. I miss going to like movies. I, I miss new movies. I miss new horror movies. That's like, mm-hmm. there's no new trailers coming out. Remember we used to talk about trailers all the time. Mm-hmm. You used to watch trailers every Thursday when they used to p- come out on fucking YouTube. There's nothing now, fucking nothing. But luckily you got us over here at the morgue chit-chatting about all this bullshit. And uh, as always, Thank you for listening. Check out all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. As always, NickValdezComicBook.com. Thank you so much. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And thank you once again, Glenn Morowski. Um, and check out his music on SoundCloud. Um, and uh, again, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. <laughs>